0: welcome to walking in his word detroit coming at you from cornerstone church and highland michigan
1: Good morning, walking in his word. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new Tuesday episode. We are so excited that you guys decided to set aside just a few minutes to spend some time with us, and Pastor Luke, we are walking through a really, really exciting message this week, and uh, right before we we came on, you said, man, I got something I want to share. What do you got for us? Well, we're we're chatting about... And preaching about how gratitude really
0: is an offensive weapon. Yeah. You know, when you have... Um, you're going out to battle. Yeah. Some of your weapons are offensive, but also some of your weapons are defensive. Right. And and we might not ever air this message, but we did preach part two at gratitude as a defensive yeah. strategy as well. But, but this is all about offense. This is all about attacking. This is all about uh, uh, taking ground. Right. Come on. And I think about Gideon in the Bible. You know he was um, the smallest of his tribes from the tribes of, of Israel. Um, he really didn't consider... he did not consider himself a mighty warrior. as a matter of fact, he was hiding down in a valley <laughs> right. you know in, in a wine press, uh, uh, separating wheat from the chaff and uh, uh, he was scared, and this angel shows up to him and he's like, "Hey, mighty warrior, right It's time for you to get out of this hiding place and come out and fight." And Gideon had to drop his winnowing sticks yeah. and pick up a sword. Come on. And and I, I, we, we preached this a little bit, but I want to challenge everybody with this. Do not be afraid to pick up your weapon. Come on. Your offensive weapon. That's so good. I get tired of playing defense. Yeah. It's more fun to play offense. Let's do it. Pick up that offensive weapon of thanks
1: today. Come on. All right. Let's go to the message.
2: They said to the spirit of uh, divinity, come out of her. And that spirit had to obey because they had the authority of Jesus Christ. And that spirit went far away. And uh, so her masters, now they were ticked off because they just lost their their living, their way of making money. And so they're mad. So they get the magistrates magistrates, and they uh, accuse Paul and Silas of doing... Illegal things. So they throw them in this prison. In the center of the prison. The deepest part of the prison. It's dark. It's dank. There's no toilets. There's no lights. The prisoners are all in there. No baths. No shower. They're chained together. They're shackled. And as they're probably murmuring. Because who knows how long they've been there. At midnight. The darkest part of the night. Paul and Silas. They start offering thanksgiving to God at midnight they started singing psalms and hymns and praising God and giving thanks they they counted it an honor to suffer for his namesake and what happens a supernatural miracle the earthquake comes I say the Lord caused the earthquake and it shook the place and the gates were busted open and the shackles fell off and they were all set free all the prisoners to the point that the jailer, the Philippian jailer, said, oh, no. And he was about to commit suicide because he knew that he'd be in big trouble. And Paul says, wait a minute, we're all here. Nobody's left yet. We're all here. It's okay. It's okay. Everything's safe. And, and, and here's the, one of the greatest open doors of ministry I've ever heard. You know what it is, Pastor. The jailer says, what do I need to do to be saved? Has anybody ever come up just out of the blue to you and ask you that? Well, take advantage of it if they do, right? What do I do to be saved? And they they told him, and this whole household got saved. That's taking ground from the enemy. The, The enemy had to flee, and now he won many souls to Christ through their praise and through what they were doing, obeying God and giving him glory. In the midst of thanksgiving... God will move on our behalf. He is a good God, and he'll always come through for us if we only believe. And the supreme example of taking ground by giving thanks is this. It's, of course, our Savior, Jesus, at the Last Supper in Luke chapter 22. And it says, he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, this is my body which is given for you, Do this in remembrance of me. We do that on communion Sundays. Remembering what the Lord uh, has done for us. And Jesus knew what was facing him. He knew it was coming. But he gave thanks for that body that was going to be broken. Because he saw the future. He knew what it was going to accomplish when he did that. And it was worth it to him. He gave thanks and he marched on Though he was beaten, falsely accused, spit on, humiliated, he marched on toward the cross and nothing was going to stop him. He advanced by thanking God for what he was going to go through. And then Hebrews, the author of Hebrews elaborates on it a little bit more. In chapter 12, you know the scripture. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. And the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Despising the shame. And has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And then I love this verse. For consider him, Jesus, who endured such hostility from sinners. Against himself lest you become weary and discouraged. If we think of Jesus, if we remember Jesus, if we look unto Jesus, we are encouraged in our souls, not discouraged because he did it and we can do it too because we have that power of the spirit living within us. When we complain rather than give thanks, we are sending this message to God. I don't trust you. Really? Really, and I'm guilty. I'm guilty. In fact, I was thinking I I had to drive to Dearborn today, kind of earlier in the morning, and uh, you know how traffic can be. Uh, And then it was raining and all that stuff. And so uh, everybody's driving real slow, except for a few that are driving way too fast and trying to get around. And in fact, I almost got rear-ended trying to get onto the Southfield freeway. Uh, But fortunately, I, I saw the guy coming and I moved over to the left, and he, there was a shoulder there, and he, he was about even with me in my door. So he would have hit me pretty hard. And uh, I had some thoughts, but the first thought actually was, thank you, Lord, that he missed me, you know. I'd have been late for my appointment, and I just got my truck out of the shop yeah. being fixed. So <laughs> it would have been a little more of a hassle. But on the way back, I had to keep reminding myself, "Hey, you're preaching on gratitude tonight. Don't be <laughs> murmuring about this traffic." <laughs> it's easy to do. The Israelites were in the, you know, they just saw all these miracles of God. 10 wonderful miracles toward Egypt that 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 brought Egypt to the Pharaoh to his knees. And then the parting of the Red Sea, drowning the enemy. And they didn't go very far. Before they started complaining because they didn't have water. They were murmuring and complaining and murmuring, complaining. And Moses was fed up with them. And he pleaded to God, oh, God, what am I going to do with these people? And you know what happened? God judged them. And they wandered around in that wilderness for 40 years. 40 years. Only Caleb and Joshua actually entered that promised land from that generation. Because they, they were men of faith. Men of gratitude. When we, I'll close with this, when we give thanks to the Almighty, we remain in faith because if we complain, we are creating an environment for doubt and worry to take over and the situation will still remain. When we give God praise and thanksgiving from our hearts, we are reminding ourselves of what God has already done for us. And that builds hope in our hearts that he will come through again We remind ourselves of God's love for us and that nothing is impossible for him, not even your toughest situation. So in all, and like Thessalonians says, in all things, give thanks. Amen.
3: How many of you know what it's like to be in the middle with the Lord? And what I mean by the middle is the time, the space in between when a promise is given and we see a promise fulfilled. When we first have that prayer that's uttered and we see that prayer answered, that space in the middle where we have the courage to believe for a breakthrough and we wait until we see that breakthrough, I want to talk about. How gratitude can make all the difference when we're in the middle. And I want you, if you're taking notes, to write this phrase down because I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to give this truth and this phrase to someone tonight. Gratitude moves you forward while you're in the middle. I'm going to say that again gratitude moves you forward when you're in the middle. Because you, you see, when God gives a promise, or when a prayer is first uttered, <laughs> or when we first have hope for a breakthrough, we can either stay in that place and be miserable <laughs> until we see that breakthrough. And, you know, if you've been walking with the Lord long enough, sometimes that middle is much longer than we want it to be.
1: Pastor Luke, I just wanted to really quickly share a quick testimony with our listeners about a moment where me and my wife learned how to be thankful in the middle. And uh, we were, me and my wife had just recently gotten married at this time. We had been looking for a house for a long time, and we uh, we were leasing a house for my aunt, and it was it was a great situation for us, but the house we were leasing had squirrels in the walls. Yeah, And... Um, you could wake up in the middle of the night and hear squirrels running around inside the wall. Every morning at like 5am, That just squirrels running in the wall. You try to go to sleep at night, you could hear them, like their claws scratching. Uh, it's eerie. It is, it's creepy. It's so creepy. It, it would just drive us nuts. And I remember one point, we were getting so frustrated with it, and then it was actually my wife, she said something that really helped shift my perspective in that moment of waiting before we could get our own house. She said, you know, as annoying as these squirrels are, though, I'm so thankful that we have a place to live. Yeah, And I was in a moment where I was like, I was ready to rip down this wall and just, you know, fight these squirrels. I was so frustrated. <laughs> and she's like, No, but I'm so thankful that we have a place that we can lay our head down and we have a roof that covers our head, even if there's squirrels in the walls. And it was in that moment that I feel like I really began to every day be like, man, well, thank you for this house that we have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, because when we first moved in there, I was so excited. But then yeah, like, as it, as you know, as it got longer and longer and longer and longer before we were able to get to that next step, I was getting frustrated. Yeah, your uh, your <clears throat> your thankfulness was turning sour. <laughs> it was turning sour, and I had to be reminded. No, oh, I'm so thankful that we have a place to stay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, that happens to everybody,
0: Pastor Aaron. That that the thing you prayed for. Yeah. What can become mundane and uh, a point of view in frustration. Absolutely. I I love a message that's preached a lot that um, your answer, stop complaining about the prayers that have been answered. Yeah. Come on. That's so good. I love it. And that's how we are as humans though. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's all throughout the Bible too. Yep. And it's, we're still the same kind of human beings as we've always been. The Lord really, truly wants us to continue to be thankful. That's right. So I bet a lot of people right now are <laughs> living in the house they prayed for and there's little things going wrong with it. Yep. And you ha- we all have the opportunity right now to either complain
1: or be thankful. Or be thankful. Oh, Let's be thankful today.
0: I love it. Let's do it. It's been great to be with you today, listeners. It's been awesome. Oh, we'll be right back here. Tomorrow, tomorrow
1: morning, morning, walking in his word.
0: Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. If you'd like more information on Cornerstone Church, such as service times or location, check out the website at cornerstoneholland.com or follow us on social media
1: at Cornerstone CC.